It's time for the latest local, regional, and national sports topics of the day. It's the Sports Fan, presented by J&K Contracting. Ready? Ready? Now, from the WATH studios, here's Connor Mills. From the studios of WATH, this is a sports fan on 970 and 97.1 FM. Connor Mills on the mic alongside Joey Medora as we've got you up until 7 o'clock today on this 23rd day of June. 76 degrees out, mostly cloudy as a sports fan presented by JK Contracting. And we've got Coach Kyle Lonis on the lines with us as we were supposed to have a baseball game today, Coach. Uh, but unfortunately, that game got rained out. Uh, but we do have the opportunity to talk to you, so thank you for taking the time and being on the sports fan today. No problem. Thanks for having me. So, Coach, you find yourself right now at 3-3. Three and three. Uh, A couple games might have gotten away from you earlier on, but where do you assess your team early in the season? Uh, we played some good competition. Um, it's been good for us to be back back on the field and, and see um, see good, good competition, good pitching, um, and challenge with some good hitters against us. Um, put us in some situations where we're um, seeing what what we remember from three months ago, and it's it's been good just getting back out of the field and getting to play again, getting to be around each other. And you know, it is a, a busy schedule coming up. I mean, you've had uh, about four or five games, uh, plus the Jackson game that got suspended, but you've had a couple games now, but really coming up, it's the Chillicothe tournament. I mean, you would have had a game today against Alexander that got rained out. You've got Warren tomorrow. Uh, but Chillicothe, you potentially could have six games in three days. Uh, how do you think yeah. this uh, lineup, your pitching rotation, is going to, to be handled as we go throughout the week? Um, it's, it'll be interesting. Um, we'll see what we... Uh, where we're not taxed to, to, to um, have to be perfect on the mound. Um, we can produce some runs for our pitchers, um, but they, yeah, we'll play two games on Friday and two on Saturday for sure. And then if we advance from Saturday into Sunday, to, it'll take two more to win. So that's, that's three doubleheaders in a row. Um, so it, it'll definitely um, we're set up to. You know, we'll see how deep we can go. We haven't gone any. We haven't used anybody for a full game yet. But the kids have been um, getting to that point where they're they're ready. They're asking, "Hey, can I go a little bit longer?" But we've been holding them off, um, I guess, in a sense of not going too deep in, too deep into the pitch counts. Well, Coach, that's what I was going to ask next, kind of. Obviously, you've, uh, for the most part, guys have been pitching two, three innings. We've seen uh, Jack Cornwell pitch four a couple times. Uh, has it been like a, an innings type of limit or more of a, a pitch count that matters more? Uh, more of a pitch count feel. And you, um, just using the, the numbers, um, but then also saying, you know, how, you know, you think you can go one more? How are you feeling? Are you is it a because um, we're definitely not you know anywhere near a high number of pitches, um, but just you know we're getting about forty five, fifty. Um, do, you, do you feel good? Okay, we'll give you another one. Um, if you're feeling like that, you, that you're working to your um, your max there for the day, we'll pull off. If you've had a stressful inning too, um, you know if you have an inning with over between twenty and thirty pitches, you've all, you're already. Um, stress pitching um, is what we call it. So we try not to have too many of those innings like this is um, where we've been off for so long and then trying to get back into shape. And, Coach, you know, looking back uh, towards the weekend on Sunday, 
you know, that game one between uh, your team and, and Parkersburg, it didn't seem like Parkersburg really hit you hard. It just seems like a couple soft hits landed against uh, you know, Reese Lonis. Uh, for yep. the most part, I, th- I thought that he pitched well, uh, but contact was made by Parkersburg, and you know, they just found where your players were not out in the fields. Uh, what did you take away from, from game one there? Yeah, that's definitely the case. We got through the first two innings scoreless, got into the third inning. Um, that was his first time on the mound this, this summer. He, he said he wanted to go one more. Okay, we had Cam Neese ready to go, but he, he was ready. Reese said he wanted to, to try another one. So we put him, ran him back out there. Um, I think we walked the first batter, uh, which was the eight-hole and nine-hole bunted. Um, and then they start hitting the, the hole right between the shortstop and third baseman. Um, a couple hits. Nothing, like you said, nothing, no blast, um, no, no long doubles or anything like that. Just single here, single there. Um, then you get a timely hit on a, I know that their five had a nice hit on a, but on a great pitch, just blooped it into right center, scored a couple runs. And then, yeah, it, it, uh, it came together for them with, like you said, not, not big hits. They just got the hits when they needed them and the, in the right spots and just, we didn't make bad plays. Um, they just, they put them where we weren't and that's how it goes sometimes. Yeah, and coach, on a day like that where you fall behind early seven nothing, you have a doubleheader. It could be very easily, it could be very easy to check out of that first game. But you guys obviously stayed in and battled back and made it a ball game. Only end up losing by one run. You know what kind of message did that send you as a coach? Uh, it, these guys, they're not going to roll over. They they want to continue to play. Um, we've known that since they were they were little. Um, so they they know they want to compete. They want to get better. Um, there, there was good baseball. Um, we just came up a little bit short there on the end, but they, they, you know, it's, we're never, we never feel like the game is over. Um, there's always a chance that something can happen. And coach looking ahead, uh, for tomorrow's game, which hopefully you know, I didn't see any rain really in the forecast for tomorrow. So hopefully this game against Warren is able to go as scheduled. Uh, but this is a tough team. You know, this team right now is five and zero. they did beat, uh, the, the junior team, uh, Athens, uh, by a score eleven to one. But give us a little bit of a scouting report. What What are you anticipating from Warren in tomorrow's ball game? Uh, it should be good baseball. Um, it's we know them from you know past tournament runs. Um, they were they were coming together as a younger group than we were last year. Um, got hot towards the end of the season. Um, with some big wins, they didn't have a bad record. They just happened to be a, a lower seed. Um, their their record was um, a strong record. They there's they've got a lot of those kids back, and I think uh, Coach Limley for them. Um, we have um, where it is very much Warren based kids, um, and thinking about next year, how he's you know he's trying to not just go out and find whoever wants to play, but really trying to build his program just as, just as we were with um, using all of our Athens kids, Athens high school kids. So, it should be, should be a good, good competition. So, Coach, uh, something I realized about last spring, I think, uh, I think your guys as a whole might have hit one, maybe two home runs throughout the season. Early on in the first few games, you guys have already knocked three out and hit a couple others off the fence. Has kind of the power that you guys have shown so far early on the season impressed you at all? 
Yeah, they're. I was thinking about that the other day. They're, you know, last last year we were all juniors and and sophomores very much. Um, we had two seniors last year. Um, this year, that's is they're now they're seniors and juniors. Their their bodies are a year older, um, stronger. They they do a lot of lifting with football, basketball. Um, it's their bodies are maturing and, and um, it's to be expected. Um, but it's it's a pleasant surprise these guys start. Peyton Gale has been he's hit several off the fence this year um, he knew it's there it was just a matter of him getting the confidence and, and getting the opportunities to do it um, the other guys I've seen them play forever watching them during the summer last year um, several of the guys um, I know Nate I think I'm trying to think if he hit a home run last year in the summer or not but um, I know Reese did um, those guys they play a lot of baseball and their bodies are getting older and stronger, and, and that's just, you know, to get the right moment, and the good things happen. And, Coach, taking a look at your you know, batting stats right here, you know, you've got Reese Lotus batting 450, Trainers batting 500, uh, you know, Eli Kennedy uh, you know, hasn't had a whole lot of bats, but he's batting 429, uh, Carson Baker 500. You know, it seems like the bats, you know, they're, they're there, but they're not all there at the same time. You know, you guys score a lot of runs in bunches, but it's not really spread out throughout the ball game. Uh, is there a way that you can maybe you know wake them up in one inning and you know try to conserve all those runs that you score? I think you had like one eight-run inning, one four-run inning, three-run inning. Uh, you know, how do you try to expand the whole baseball game so you're not just counting on you know a big one big inning to carry you through the game? That's a, a really good point. Um, I've noticed that also. Um, it's like it's uh, getting those, getting those guys to to all be on at the same time. Um, hitting is contagious. Um, that's a, a saying that goes frequently in baseball. Um, it, it's it's once it gets going. Um, I know Reese Wallace started feeling more confident this weekend. He had some really good swings. Um, as the kids see more pitches, um, more live pitches over the you know the next, especially this weekend, we're going to see a lot of. A lot of good baseball in a row. I think that'll really pick up. Um, hopefully, that'll um, build off of each other, and 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 it won't just be one or two guys this game, one or two guys this game. Um, it'll it will start to come together where you get three, four, five, six, seven guys, and it starts to roll a little bit better. And on, on a note with Eli Kennedy, um, we I don't know if you know that we've um, lost him for the summer. Um, he's he, I don't know. Did you guys know that? I heard a, a rumor from. Uh, I think Trevor told me a little bit in the press box uh, on Sunday. Uh, but so that, that's. Can yeah. you say why Eli has lost for the summer? Or is that uh, personal yeah. information? He no. He he had. Um, um, he'd gone to Wittenberg to play football, and last summer, um, and then he'd had a concussion and. Um, was okay to play baseball, but then he went to his doctor and they said we need to pull back a little bit. Um, so they're doing some more tests and things like that. So unfortunately, we were really enjoying really enjoying having him back on the the group. That but I know the guys really like having him. He's a he's a great kid, great family. Um, but unfortunately, um, athletically, they said no no physical comp. Yeah, but he's another another arm, another bat, another good, great defensive player that um, that will 
other guys will step up to get, get more chances for other people to play. And are you going to be looking for another player to kind of fill his spot, or will you just uh, go with the guys that you have? Uh, we'll go with the guys we have. Yep, they all know um, it's that that spot's that, you know there, and everybody's got a, uh, a chance to to step in, and um, should give Cam Neese more time at first base. Maybe Jack Cornwell can get some time there at first. Will Gender also. Um, th- those guys get some more more swings that way and more opportunities on the mound for everyone. And I know you were playing shorthanded this weekend. Uh, you had Carson Baker, I, I think, on vacation. You had Andrew Stevens uh, away from the team. When do you expect to be you know, at, at full capacity uh, moving forward? Um, Andrew's back. He went to Nebraska for a school visit, um, so he'll be back. He should be back there to, tomorrow for our game at Warren. Um, Carson will not be back until Sunday at the earliest unless something would change. And then we should be unless something weird would happen from here on out after Sunday. Um, I don't know of anybody else that will will not be there. Coach, I got a question about Jack and uh, kind of his pitching style. Uh, it's something that me and Connor have talked about on the broadcast multiple times where on certain pitches, I'm not sure if it's a certain off-speed pitch he throws or not, he'll change his arm angle. Like sometimes it's mid at bat, he'll go down to sidearm instead of over the top. Is that kind of something that he has always done uh, throughout his career playing? Yep, yep, that is, it's been, he, he's played around with it for years. Um, it's kind of his, um, keeps him off balance. He's crafty. Um, it gives him a different arm angle. Um, they, they don't, they don't sit on the same delivery spot for sure against him. Um, you can't, he'll, he'll move around, um, three quarter almost drops down five. He's very, very, uh, he works, works to his advantage. And it seems that he does pretty well with that. I mean, uh, I, I believe he had like a one ERA coming into uh, to Sunday, uh, especially after the shortened Jackson game. Uh, are you planning on using Cornwell for the tournament, or do you think that he will be pitching tomorrow? That's a good question. Coach Trainer and I will we'll have to, to talk about it. Um, Coach Trainer does a lot of the decides on makes the decisions on who's going to pitch when. We we both bounce ideas off of each other. But um, but it's it, we're, it's a, a kind of a unique situation where we know tomorrow is a big game in a sense of it's Warren, but it's also just um, and you know a, does doesn't mean anything about advancing in pool play or bracket like that. Um, whereas the weekend, the first two three games are all pool play, um, and then Saturday night will be the first game either at five o'clock or seven o'clock will be our first bracket play game depending on our seating. So, yeah, it's all, and we don't know what any of those teams are like either. Um, the three teams we play on this weekend, we don't, I don't really have any scouting report on them at this time. So, so Coach, still to be determined. Uh, Coach, obviously um, all these games are exciting for you guys, just getting to play baseball this summer because we weren't really sure if we were going to allow to have it. But uh, since you had a tournament coming up, is there a little bit of an extra excitement that now there's, uh, there's kind of a, uh, you know, a, a prize to play for? I think so. I think we had to talk about that after the game on on Sunday. Um, these guys, it's it's every, all the games so far. It's you know there's non-league. Um, it doesn't it doesn't have any effect on any of your standings or any of your seedings or anything like that. Um, and all of these guys have played an abundant amount of uh, travel baseball. Where um, during the summer, that's what it is. It's 
you know, three pool play games or four four pool play games and then into bracket play. Um, so this will be more familiar to them as far as summer baseball goes where um, whatever you do on Friday is going to determine who you play on, on Saturday and Sunday and if you even get to play on Sunday. So, and I was going to ask yeah, you about you know. the, uh, the pool play coming up. So this just is for determining where you're seated in the bracket, right? I mean, you're guaranteed, you know, the two games on Friday and the two games on Saturday. Uh, but to make it to Sunday, you'll have to win that late game on Saturday, correct? Correct. Yep, yep. Um, there's two four-team pools. So the top the top team from our pool will play the, the, the bottom team from the other pool on Saturday evening. And then the two will play the three, and then the three, the two, the four, the one, um, just vice versa across the across the pools. Awesome. So yeah, if you yeah if you if you finish high, you're going to play the team that did the worst in the other pool. Um, if you finish low, you're going to finish you're going to play the team that played the best in the other pool. Well, sounds like an exciting weekend and a lot of tournaments coming up because you've got Chillicothe this weekend, then you got the Lancaster tournament coming up next weekend, uh, of course, with the doubleheader on the 4th of July, which should be fun for, for your kids. And then you finish out the really the season uh, with another Chillicothe tournament. So it seems like a lot of things are coming up for you uh, to anticipate and get excited for because these games, not that the other you know, non-league games don't matter, but these games, you're, you're playing for something here. You're a little bit more excited uh, and you can come home with some hardware, some medals, some banners, uh, whatever you get uh, at, at the end of the tournament. Yeah, definitely. I think, it, and at the the point of um, hardware and and that kind of thing, I don't know what the kids get excited for as far as that anymore. But I know that they do get that um, that competitive edge about okay, this is everybody's trying to win the next the next game over the next three days here. Um, and that edge, I think, um, that will come out. That'll, that'll, there'll be some more, um, intensity in the dugout and more, um, intensity on the field out, about being there. Um, yeah, that's a good point about the other games. Not, not that they don't mean anything. It's just that it's like this different, this different atmosphere of trying to figure out, um, hey, I, I like playing baseball, but, um, what's the next step of, of, of uh, am I playing for pride? Am I playing for for playing? Yeah, right. It's it's good either way to be on the baseball field, and, and like Coach Trainer and I say, we just we do, we enjoy watching them play. We enjoy being around these kids, this, this group of kids. Again, this is Athens coach Kyle Lonis, and and Coach, always appreciate your time and. You know, especially when there was supposed to be a, a baseball game off. You might have had some time off, but always appreciate you calling into the sports fan. Yep, well, for having me, and thanks for, for covering us this year. We really, really do appreciate it. Of course, anytime. And thank you, Coach. And we'll throw it to a quick break right here on the Sports Fan. You're listening to the Sports Fan on 970 97.1 FM, WATH. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. D-T-G at Z-O-N-E-Z. <laughs> What's that you say? 
DTG is direct to garment. A technology used to make custom t-shirts without the complicated and expensive setup of screen printing. Zones at the Market on State can print just one single shirt or huge quantities with no setup fees. Beautiful full color prints on any color shirt, even black. Any design you want. Stop by Zones at the Market on State or visit online at zonesofathens.com. A better tomorrow starts today with Wendy's Breakfast. A tomorrow that says they can, not they can't. Here we do not ask what will tomorrow hold, but rather, what will you hold tomorrow? A breakfast baconator? A honey butter chicken biscuit? A sausage egg and Swiss croissant? A frosty chino? Buy any of these four Wendy's breakfast favorites and get another for just a buck. Tomorrow's looking good. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Valid for item of equal or lesser value. Cannot be combined with combo or any other offer. Introducing Donato's Cauliflower Crust Pizza. Donato's Cauliflower Crust Pizza has 30% fewer carbs than the brand's thin crust, and you can choose from three signature 10-inch pies, including cauliflower heat with pepper jack cheese, jalapenos, fresh red pepper, and plant-based sausage. Or the cauliflower garden with green peppers, onions, mushrooms, and plant-based sausage. Not your style? Totally okay. You can make your own 10-inch cauliflower pizza to your liking. Only at Donato's on East State Street in Athens. You're listening to 970 WATH and the Sports Fan. It's a Sports Fan, a 970, 97.1 FM, WATH, Mills and Mike alongside Joe Medor. Again, we have you up until 7 o'clock. Sports Fan presented by JK Contracting. Uh, we'll have Samantha Garcia call in in a little bit, talk a little bit about Copperheads baseball, but... Yeah, we just got off the phone with Coach Kyle Lonis and Athens. It's been a fun season to watch, Joey. It's been a, a season where, you know, you get to see these kids. They're out there. They're playing again. Something that we didn't think might happen as soon as a pandemic hit. But still, you know, they're out there, and now they're playing for something this weekend. Yep, that they are. And uh, we talked about it yesterday. There's nothing like playing, uh, in, you know, in the MLB equivalent of the playoff baseball, you know, tournament play where, you know, every play matters in a baseball game. You know, one error could change you know, flip the script of an entire baseball game and keep you from, you know, winning a tournament or, pl- or in the playoffs or, you know, whatever it may be. So uh, it's always fun to watch. There's always kind of a, uh, uh, I don't know how to describe the feeling, but you, you just know every play matters, every pitch matters, every every little aspect of the game is important to determining who's going to end up winning a tournament or, or a, you know, a World Series or a state championship, whatever it may be, whatever level of baseball you're on. Right. No, there's nothing like playing for something. You know, as Coach said at the end there, you know, it's it's great to, you know, play for maybe pride or play, you know, just a couple games. But at the end of the day, you know, it's it's Athens and it's Warren on uh, tomorrow at 6 p.m. But still, you know, you're just playing a play at that point. Once you hit the weekend, once you hit pool play, well, if you do well on Friday, if you do well in the first game on Saturday, then you might see yourself in a nice position to try and, you know, go deep into this Chillicothe tournament come uh, Sunday. And those, uh, we will have, just as a programming note, so we will have the uh, late game at 4.30 on Friday. We will have the late game either at 5 o'clock or at 7 o'clock. It all depends on how Athens does in the two games on Friday and the one early game on Saturday. But it will either be 5 o'clock or 7 o'clock on Saturday for Athens baseball. And then should they make it, they win that second game on Saturday, we will have Athens baseball at that 9 o'clock game. And then, if they make it to the championship rounds, it'll be a 12 o'clock championship game. So that, that's all the, the programming note. We have one game on Friday for you at 4.30, one game on Saturday at either 5 or 7, and then hopefully two games on Sunday. 
uh, but those games matter. You know, that that's why we normally haven't been doing a doubleheader there. But, you know, when these games matter, when they're playing for something here, uh, you, you got to air this, the, the games. And, you know, that's a little bit of a, not only just a pride thing, but now they get to play for something. Now that's, you know, a little bit more of a vested interest to see how they can do. Yeah, uh, you may know the question to this. Is this tournament, uh, are they all having, are they ever going to have two games at the same facility at the same time? Or is they all like different fields they're using for this whole thing? So, that's what I've seen so far, and Trevor Stevens sent me the information uh, after we got off the air yesterday on the sports fan. Because, again, today there was supposed to be Athens and Alexander, and if you're just tuning in, uh, the Athens game against Alexander has been canceled, postponed, delayed due to weather. They're still trying to figure out if they can get this Alexander game in, uh, if both schedules align uh, the way that they would like it to. We still have Athens and Alexander next Tuesday. Uh, I believe it was at either 6 or 7. Today got pushed back to 7, or it got changed to 7. Uh, but still, when we're talking about the games for the weekend for the Chillicothe Tournament, uh, it'll be Friday, 11.30 at the VA Memorial Stadium. And then at Friday, the second game at 4.30, which we'll have on the airwaves, it'll be at Hoffman Fields versus Hillsborough Post-129. Uh, they now have the team change their name to now Hillsborough Mavericks. So it'll be Athens and Hillsborough Mavericks at Friday at 4.30 at uh, Hoffman Fields. And then their first game is at VA Memorial Stadium. So I don't think they're going to have... You know, two games uh, going on. I mean, they might have you know an early game, one one game at this date, or at this time, and another game later. Uh, but they will be utilizing two different fields, at least from yeah. what I'm seeing in this schedule. Well, you know, for the tournament. The thing is, you never know what base because usually, I mean, when, when you play baseball tournaments, travel baseball, that you have a one like facility that has like six or seven fields, and then everybody plays there. But I would assume with like the COVID, the COVID nineteen, and all that stuff, they would probably spread it out to multiple fields. Uh, but I was just wondering if it was all in the same facility or not. Yeah, I don't know how far. I mean, Troy would, would probably know that answer. I think it's a uh, minor league stadium, if, if I'm not mistaken. Like, something is... I've been told that it's pretty nice facilities there. And the VA Memorial Stadium, I think, is a little bit different from what Troy's understanding was. So I guess they're utilizing two fields, and I guess Hoffman Fields would be that uh, minor league stadium or that uh, you know nice field to uh, nice stadium to play in. Uh, but either way, I mean, you're still playing for something. You're still excited for something, and that's where they'll be uh, playing. Hoffman Fields, Hillsboro Mavericks, 4:30 on Friday, and then I'm going backwards here, but 11:30 uh, against Ashland, Kentucky, post 76. And as Coach Loner said, I mean, you can't really scout for these teams because one's in Kentucky. You, right. know, you never see them. Right, you never see them, and you don't see them really in a high school season, uh, so you don't really know. Really, the kids who are on the roster, unless you do a couple, I mean, you might find a newspaper that's covering the season. You might find you know, some kind of stats about them, but stats on paper don't really tell you the full story when you're you're scouting somebody. It's easy. You'd rather go out there and see them. You know, what, what kind of talent do these guys have? You know, Athens has a good team. So we'll, we'll see uh, what happens as they advance, hopefully, deep into this Chillicothe tournament, uh, ranging from Friday all the way through Saturday. Yeah, well, I mean, usually in a tournament, you kind of have the time to, you can look at their other results uh, and see, you know, how they match up against teams that you match up with. But, of course, that's the first team they play, if I'm not mistaken, right? That team from Kentucky. Right. It'll be the Ashland, Kentucky, post-76, then Hillsboro Mavericks, and then uh, the late game, or the early game on Saturday will be uh, against Waverly, post-142 Shockers. Uh, So it'll be the Shockers, the Mavericks, and post-76, all of the guaranteed games. And then we don't know 
who they will play in game one of the bracket because that's how you get the pool play will determine seeds one through uh, whatever it was, one through four, uh, I think Coach said, one through eight. Well, I, I forget. He what, said one through four. One through four, But yeah. they have multiple pools, so I'm assuming there's going to be like eight teams. And then, uh, you know, kind of keep working their way down. If there was only three elimination games, you know, there can't be too many teams in the tournament. Right. Because it's a single elimination game. So if Athens would lose that Saturday game, they would not advance to Sunday. And then we just have Sunday morning memories on, on Classic Hits 970. Uh, but Your favorite shift. Favorite, I've been doing it <laughs> since February. You know, it's or maybe it's been January. I, yeah. I can't tell. I can't remember how. We'd all want some early morning baseball instead. I think. Yeah, be I mean, a nice change up. You know, I, I do think. No we'll pun have, intended. Change up. Yeah, we'll have a little bit of a change up, a little bit of change of pace on Sunday. Uh, but it'll, it'll be fun. You know, it'll be uh, exciting to see cover some championship baseball. Should they go deep into the tournament? And I think that Athens has a good team uh, to go deep. But it'll be interesting to see when they use Cornwell. When are they going to use, you know, Reese Lona? He didn't give up hard contact, and Coach agreed. No, you know, he mean, just got nickeled and dimed. At this point, when you're going, I mean, when you're going into a tournament and the, the kind of summer you're having, I mean, all hands are on deck. Whoever can throw will throw. Or, you know, the amount of games you have potentially are playing. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, it seemed like he said the limit have kind of been 45, 50 pitches for guys, and of course it's a feel thing. As a pitcher, if you feel good on the mound, you go out and tell your coach you're going to keep playing. But uh, I'll be as you know, will that get extended to 60 or 70 this weekend? I mean, we'll see, because obviously you're going to need more arms uh, when you have a potential to play as many games as they do. Right, and now joining us on the program, Samantha Garcia. Garcia is the play-by-play voice of the virtual Southern Ohio Copperheads, and she also hosts over on WXDQ, the Ohio Hockey Coaches Show. Samantha, it's good to have you on the program. It's been a long time. have you been? I'm pretty good. Thank you guys for having me on. I, it's been kind of, we've been playing phone tag for a couple of days now, Connor, so I'm glad we could finally catch up, but everything's good on this side. Baseball is fun as much as MLB the show can be, you know? <laughs> yeah, of course, and you know, it's, again, we talked about this with Brian Kerp. We talked about it with another media guy uh, with the Copperheads, but you are the play-by-play voice of this virtual team. You know, what has it been like to call virtual baseball for the Copperheads this season? To be honest, it's actually really enjoyable. Sometimes I have to remind myself that it's a video game. I'll get too too much emotion into it. And what I like about the video game is that it's not just baseball. They, you see when the pitchers, you know, walk a guy. We had the Copperheads. We had a pitcher yesterday, Pavon Wise. He walked like three guys. You get to see the emotion. They do that thing. You know when baseball players, when they're getting nervous on the mound, they take off their hat and wipe their head. He was doing that. So it's. The video game is really fun. I, I've been having a lot of fun with it. You know, the Copperhead team, all of those guys, and all the girls on this team are just amazing people to work with. It is a lot of fun, you know. You want to be able to have fun and at the same time be serious. And I get the best of both worlds with this team. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, Connor watches me play the show all the time, so we know how realistic the game can be at times. Yeah, right. Um. And it, it's almost, and then once you're calling in, you're really getting into it, and you know, I don't know if you guys have mentioned it before, but the video game, those players are actually written in by fans. So fans have written in those names of the players, and it's kind of a way to keep the fans connected and whatnot. So once you get into it, you can kind of, what I like about the video game is after a while, you can kind of read a player and you can see how they act and their kind of pitching moves and all that fun stuff. So you really do get drawn into it. Yeah, of course. And uh, today is the, uh, fourth game of the season for the Copperheads and that game will 
I guess you live stream it on YouTube, right? Do you post the game, or is it like you can watch it live all the way through, and then you're it, it's rewatchable? So it is posted at the time that we would have had a game in the first place, and it's on YouTube. It's up for stream, and you can go back and watch it. You can watch even the first three games we have there, and you could just type in Southern Ohio Copperheads into YouTube and all that fun stuff, but it's really actually enjoyable, though. If I could complain about one thing, because you guys don't always want to hear the good stuff, you want to hear the bad stuff, right? If I could complain about one thing, it would would definitely be the time in between the pitches. Sometimes the game speeds it up, so it'll be a pitch. Maybe it'll get back to the catcher, and right when they throw it, the game kind of freezes for a second, and then there's another pitch. So it's kind of like you have to squeeze things in to a small time frame. You know, you don't have as much... I would say wind-down time in a regular MLB game. Those are usually, what, two and a half to three hours. This one is always an hour 30 on the dot. And it's still nine straight innings. So you know that this is some fast baseball that I have to call. (laughs) So, Sam, you know, how much... Obviously, you want to try to make this as realistic of a broadcast as possible, you know, with all things considered. But how much do you kind of go with uh, the normal way of broadcasting a game, but at the same time trying to make it uh, entertaining because it's a video game? So I treat it as a regular game because it's good practice for me. Fans, of course, you want to get fun and you want to get into it, but at the same time, you're watching a baseball game. So what the Copperheads, the media team, has done is in between innings and in between breaks, they post trivia. And, you know, I kind of read it, and, you know, it's questions that you don't know off the top of your head. You know, if you're sitting around with the family, it keeps them engaged. And then we have our comments on on the YouTube, so people can just, you know, if I'm asking a question or sometimes I'll ask. I remember one time in the first game, out on the uh, outfield, everyone was wearing coats, and I saw a guy wearing a winter hat. And then on base, these guys are sweating and scratching their head. And I'm like hey, guys, I hope you see this, too. Like, you know, comment what weather you think it is going on right now. You know what I mean? Just keeping things that keep people engaged. Because as much as as much as much everyone wants to watch and listen to a baseball game, it's exactly like you said. You want to make it as, as fun as possible, too. And, you know, the one thing that I've been wondering, and I, I, I can't remember if this question was answered already in, in a previous conversation with the Copperheads or not, uh, but is there somebody playing this game, or is this all simulated? Because if there's somebody playing this game, you know, Joey Medora really, really wants to play this game. Yeah, no, it's so at first I thought it was going to be the players, but then I realized that might be a lot of work. That might be a lot of work for, you know, the players to sit down, you know, for an hour and a half. And what I thought it would be, you know, maybe mic up the players a little bit. And... It's actually all simulated, and I think because it adds, you know, if Connor, if you and Joey are playing, <laughs> he might blow you out by 50. He might blow you out by 50, and fans are like, this isn't the real deal. So kind of with the simulated game, kind of with the simulated game, you're able to uh, get that real baseball energy from it. I appreciate you acknowledging that I would beat Connor by 50, and I will be the show. Oh, I know. I already know it. Connor, <laughs> Well, he's Connor's got, a good guy, but I feel like he wouldn't be too good at this video game. Yeah, I agree. He's he's got the PS4. I've got the Xbox. You know, it, <laughs> yeah, it's no, not compatible same, same. here. I had I had the Xbox, so I, I wasn't able to play this. I was I played it on like the Wii and stuff before it was a real thing, but now that it's on exclusively on PS4, I don't really have the chance to play it. But 
you guys want to play basketball or something like that, I'll I'll destroy you guys in that. But <laughs> as far as MLB goes, I, I'm not too hot. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, because yeah, I was wondering, I'm like, is it simulated, is it not simulated? So I, I, I figured I'd ask. I can't remember if I asked that question to the, the other Copperheads people or not. Uh, but still, you know, it, it gives it a little bit more of a realistic feel because, you know, it's... Exactly. You're not messing with the sliders, you know. I, I knew a guy exactly, who... Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I, I used to room with a guy who changed the sliders, and this was in NCAA 13, right? The NCAA oh, football God, 13. Yeah. And, you know, he's about... 60, 70 yards away and kicks a field goal right through the middle. I'm like, come on, man. This is not realistic. That would, that would exactly, would never happen. I think that's right. what, another reason that, you know, the media team decided. So I think that's another reason why the media team decided, let's just do the game simulated because you don't want players or anyone to get offended, you know, or get upset. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of neutral. You're just right there in the middle. Uh, exactly. Is this game, does it go, so somebody records the game, right? And then they mm -hmm. send the recording to somebody who edits it, and then they edit it and, uh, you know, send it to you? Or what's that process like? Yeah, so it's kind of like, you know, when you load into a game, they kind of just start playing. So someone actually screen records it on their PS4 and then sends it to me. So without any audio or anything like that, and then I'm able to go in. I'm able to go in and say what I need to do because then, you know, if it's fully edited, it would be hard for, you know, if I were to mess up, you know, or something like that where it's just easier if I just get the raw footage because then I can mess around with it. Well, Sam, I got to ask, uh, do you ever take a peek at what happens beforehand or are you like okay. the first time you watch it is when the first time you see it? Okay, so the last game, this this last game coming up, I did pick the score, <laughs> and only because I was trying to see who I needed to get a roster. So you know how sometimes they have the box score at the end? Right. I was looking at the roster, and I accidentally saw the score, and it was, I'm not going to spoil it for anyone that's going to be watching, <laughs> but it, it was it was something, I'm like, oh man, I wish I could have done this live, but all my reactions are pretty live when there's a home run, you know, or a nice catch or a nice double play, you know, it's always my raw reaction, because that's, that's when you get the most energy. So it seems like, you know, it's either this game is going to be close and uh, Copperheads lose, or maybe they make a comeback just off of your, your little reaction there. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, but you also host the Ohio Hockey Coaches Show over on WXTQ uh, and talking with, you know, uh, with the coach and Every Wednesday around seven o'clock, seven o'clock, seven thirty. I think yeah. it's seven o'clock, right? That that they change the coach coaches show yeah, over yeah. at Buffalo Wild Wings. Um, but I mean, we haven't had you here in a while, and you know, hockey uh, kind of went by the wayside because the last time we talked to the coach, they were about ready to go down to Texas and get ready for their uh, postseason tournament, uh, but they weren't able to do that. I mean, then the pandemic hit. Uh, but do you have anything? Have you talked to Ohio hockey lately? Has has there any been? You know, any off-season dealings that you've heard of? I know for sure. I've talked with some of the staff and whatnot, but I've kind of kept my distance with the players because I know how much that season meant to them and all those amazing seniors that you've heard me ramble on about for hours and how this was going to be their year, and they had all the things going right for them. You know, they're finally getting their team together. They're making plays. They're defeating some of the best teams in the country ready to go to Texas, and then it kind of gets shut down. I think what hurt the most is it's something that was out of their control. So 
so they can't really be too, they can't blame anything, you know. So I know the guys were really upset. I know the incoming sophomores and some of the incoming freshmen that Coach Bell has recruited, of course they're excited to come back, but it's always going to be that thing hanging in the air, like what if, you know, what if we had this season, what could have been? Do you think there will be any hesitation to bring back Ohio hockey come this fall? <sighs> yes and no. I always want to be as optimistic as I can, but at the same time, I think the health of players is more important than, you know, the game as much as we love to see it. But then again, you have to think about it. Sure, wait, give me one second. Again, talking with Samantha Garcia, host of the Ohio Hockey Coaches Show, and also is the play-by-play voice of the Southern Ohio Copperheads. They're a virtual season. Uh, and then they have the new game, or a new game, yeah, I guess it's a new game being posted uh, later at 7.05 tonight. Um, it's always good to have Sam on as, as she takes care of whatever she's got to take care of on the other side. Uh, but still, yeah, people are busy, you know. Yeah, people are busy. Like, <laughs> even though there's not a whole lot of things to do, uh, you know, people are taking care of what they might not normally have taken care of during this yeah. time. Also, not to speak. All right, all right. I'm I'm back. You need to let now. I have to tell everyone. I'm taking my dog <laughs> on a walk here, and he sees a ball bouncing, and uh, he so just dog, takes off. And I'm yeah. trying to not scream in your guys' <laughs> ear, and at the same time, I'm like, get back here. Right. So, all um, right. But still, so you were talking about a little bit of the hesitation to bring back Ohio hockey, especially if you know there are some health concerns and that might affect the players, the coaches, and anybody around the team. Of course, and like I was trying to go at the guys, they do wear helmets. You've seen a lot of people wear those face shields, you know, at the grocery store. It's similar to a hockey helmet. Think about it like that. So, I think there's positives and negatives. To what could happen and what could be, but I think the number one priority is going to be ultimately what Cole Bell thinks, and you know if the players are up to be doing things like that. Right, and Sam, I mean another thing we have to think about. Of course, I want to be optimistic too because of, I mean if you go to a hockey game, it's one of the most exciting things you can do on campus. But um, yeah, uh, just. With the pandemic, of course, a lot of the local businesses around here that have to sponsor the team due to the fact that they're not a D1 team, they are technically a club team, uh, that could also, uh, hopefully it doesn't, but that could also affect, you know, kind of the funding the team has to put on a season this year. Of course, and that's another thing that goes into it. You know, you don't want to have anyone empty-handed. You know, these sponsors, they put in so much time and effort, especially Buffalo Wild Wings for this Bobcat Hockey Club. You know, you don't want to see them you know, their money kind of just sit there as it's not able to be used, you know, up to its ability. So I think, again, it's going to be a coin toss, honestly, when it comes down to it. If I know with the Copperheads, we've tried to be as optimistic and looking out for our sponsors, you know, and kind of pulling back on some things because it's not fair. You know what I mean? It's, it's no one's fault. So at the end of the day, you kind of have to judge on the health and safety of others. Right, and you know, I, I think, you know, it's it's probably going to be the same, even though hockey is not you know, affiliated with the Division One college, you know, it is a club team. I think uh, hockey is probably going to look at and see what, you know, Ohio football is doing or Ohio basketball, men's or women's. Exactly. You know, they're, they're, maybe, be... maybe it's the same thing where it's like, you know what, we are going to have games that only um, coaches, players, and maybe like media staff is allowed to go, you know, and they the school 
across all the sports can, you know, maybe work on streaming services and, you know, spend that money that would have been spent at the games to make it a real experience. You know, I feel like that's what the Copperheads are doing now, just giving one the giving everyone the opportunity to just be able to feel like they're doing something and being at a real game. Yeah, and that would be important. You know, it's trying to get that community involved, trying to get as many people that is safely allowed, you know, into the convo or into Bird Arena or outside into Peden Stadium. You know, it, it's, you know, stuff like that where people are missing out and uh, people want to be outside. People want to get going. People want to get a haircut. Like I, exactly. I told you, uh, not you specifically, but I said over the air, you know, my parents were here over the weekend for Father's Day. And, you know, they New Jersey still doesn't have the hair salons. They, they don't have any uh, place to go get a haircut. No barbershops, no anything. So it's depending on where you are, you know, people are still missing out on things that they used to do, i.e. one of the getting a haircut. Uh, so one of those things, you know, taking in a Copperheads game over the summer or taking in, you know, one of the hockey games over at Bird Arena. Uh, but I know you're a hockey person, and you know, the Blue Jackets and the NHL are trying to make a comeback. Uh, do you think that we'll see some hockey come whenever Phase 4 comes their way? You know, I hope so. If that's the first thing that comes back, you know, besides soccer and kind of those European leagues are starting up again, if hockey is the first thing that comes back, I'm not going to be too mad about it. So as long as everyone can be happy and healthy and all that stuff, then it, everything is in the air. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time, Sam, and you know, hopefully we'll get you on here more often. We'll, we'll have to play phone tag a little bit quicker next time. Yeah, no, for sure. Just give me guys, give me a call whenever. You know I love to talk, Connor. You know it. So <laughs> Always appreciate it, Sam. Thanks a lot, Sam. Well, Be safe in Athens, guys. You Bye-bye. too. Always appreciate Samantha Garcia calling in, being part of the program. You know, she does have the Ohio Hockey Coaches Show that airs at 7 o'clock Wednesdays during the Ohio hockey season. And she is the play-by-play voice of the Southern Ohio Copperheads virtual season this year, really replacing what we used to do last year. That's right. Big shoes to fill. I'm just kidding. She's uh, <laughs> she's doing a great she's doing a great job. I yeah. mean, that, it's a tough job to try to make a you know a video game broadcast as interesting as possible, and uh, they're doing it over there for the Copperheads right now. No, it's easy to roll over and say, hey, you know what? Since the season was canceled, we're not going to do anything. But they're still trying to provide content and some entertainment. And plus, you know, it's got a little bit of legs because other games are getting the 150,000, 160,000 people watching. You know, of course, we oh, talked about are, yeah. esports are taking off right now. Yep, and some people might be listening to us and being like, "Well, what is esport? What video games? It's it's something new, you know. It, it's something that it's changing. Yeah, that's one of the adaptations of you know going to virtual things, virtual classrooms, virtual meetings, and uh, now there's virtual gaming as well. Uh, but we got to take another short break on the sports fan. We'll wrap up the show on the other side. You're listening to the sports fan on 970 and 97.1 FM WATH. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. Siemens Grocery has been serving the community since 1951, your locally owned and operated grocery store. The butcher is still in at Siemens with fresh cuts of meat, and if you need a special cut, just call ahead. 
Siemens Deli offers delicious, ready-to-eat foods for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And offers Amish meats and cheeses from Holmes County, Ohio. When it's worth having the very best, the feel of a small mom-and-pop store, go to Siemens, 305 West Union Street, Athens. Our community is better together. Integrate Athens, the new division of the Athens County Board of Developmental Disabilities, partners with other local organizations, groups, and people to help our community come together. The Integrate Athens team works with schools, civic groups, and communities in Athens County, helping create friends, allies, and neighbor connections. Check out Integrate Athens on Facebook for events and activities that you can be a part of. Athens County Board of Developmental Disabilities, Integrate Athens, helping Athens County become a more inclusive place to live, work, and have fun. Where do you go when you need car insurance? Matthews Insurance Agency at 240 Columbus Road is a friendly, reliable, locally owned small business that has served the Athens area since 1945. We hope when you need insurance, you will call us at 740-593-5573 or Google Matthews Insurance and fill out an online quote request on our website. Matthews Insurance, we're here to help. You're listening to The Sports Fan on 970 WATH. It's The Sports Fan on 970 WATH. Nose on the mic along with Joe Medora, and we got you for five more minutes before we send you to CBS at the top of the hour. And we do know that song. That's Lincoln Park. Uh, what's the name of that song? I forget what the name... I'm not giving you any hints. Oh, you got to say it to get you, it. You can't give me any hints. Lincoln Park. Uh, you you struggle with the with the with no, the. No, it, it's one of the songs from Transformers. I know that. It's uh, in the end. There we go. Right. Bingo. There we go. We we got that song. In the end, uh, Lincoln Park, uh, bringing us back into the sports van presented by JNK Contracting. Seventy five, mostly sunny. Or, you know, it's a little bit sad because we didn't get a baseball game today and. You know, temperature turned out to be really well, sunshine outside, but still, you know, when there's sitting water on the field, you can't really, uh, you can't really play on that. Uh, so it is a little bit difficult to do that. And uh, but we still have, you know, baseball tomorrow against Warren. Big Warren game. Warriors. Big, big game, game tomorrow. And with the MLB, unless Paul Holden, we got Paul Holden in the studio. Let's see if we can get a mic on him. Paul, how are you? I'm good. I, I, these headphones don't have anything coming through, so I'm assuming I'm coming. I'm just. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, well, that's yeah. fine. You got a little. Uh, if you t- turn yeah, the knob over there, yeah, right? there's a few knobs. Oh, there yeah, it is. The, that the knob. knob. There, there it is. Oh, anyway, but yeah, it's good to have you back, Paul. I'm excited to be back. I wanted to. I wanted to just jump on real quick. So, did they officially say, like, baseball is officially on? Did they? Did that? I thought I yeah. read that today. So, baseball is officially back. However, it'll be Rob Manfred who will decide the schedule, oh, decide boy. the season, mm. um, because MLB Players Association and the owners both said, "All right, we're not coming to an agreement." So it's, quote-unquote, the neutral party, which is Rob Manfred, the commissioner, who will then say, hey, all right, this is what we're doing, and this is when you're scheduled to come back. Hmm. So he pushed the schedule on everybody else. That's, I mean, I'm excited, I guess, for baseball, but I don't know. I mean, what happens when one person gets it on the team or, you know, this yeah. whole thing? And I mean, we just saw what happened with uh, that tennis tournament they did there, and, um, you know, I'm just... I mean, I'm ex- I guess I'm excited, but I don't know if the safety is worth it. But I will say, I mean, if I only get 60 more games of Nolan Arenado and uh, Rockies Purple, <laughs> I, I at least yeah. better be able to enjoy it uh, while I can. But uh, I don't know. I, what are you, I, I missed earlier. Did you guys talk about it? What are, what are, what's the, the, the quick rundown thoughts that you guys think about baseball? You know, I just think, we talked about this yesterday a little bit. I think they're missing a huge opportunity if they mm-hmm. don't put it on right now. I mean, 
the ratings that they'll get right now, because everyone's just thirsting for right. some kind of sports, some kind of live sports. I mean, just, I told him yesterday, I never watch soccer, but I flip through the TV right now, and I see a soccer game. I was like, eh. It's so not to watch it. Right. So if you guys can be, they'll be the first major sports league to come back in America. Is that us. is that right? Is when when cuz when is hockey or the NBA doing the So the NBA is not till July 31st. Okay. So it all depends on when exactly baseball starts. The NHL is weird cuz they have these phases and once they get to a certain phase, that's when they're going to be able to start playing again. Phase mm-hmm. 4. Yeah. yeah. Once they hit phase 4 for the NHL, then that means that everybody will be back on the ice and getting ready to go for the postseason, which the Blue Jackets are in the postseason. Right. They, yeah. they, they said that the regular season is done. What, yeah, what the NHL yeah. is just a, a big tournament to, exactly. to, to yep. finish off the year. Which, you know, when you're talking about opportunities, I feel like that was an opportunity that just sounded really cool and exciting. Yeah. Like, why, you know, we didn't have March Madness, but it would have been kind of cool to have the NBA March if, Madness. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you throw had, all the teams in there, I don't, you know, because, sure. like, it would be a bummer because, you know, I know a lot of people probably wanted the, the Lakers to make the Kobe run or right, something right. like that. But uh, for me, I'm not a huge basketball guy, but uh, there was a certain two seed in the West uh, looking pretty good there <laughs> in the Denver Nuggets. So, I don't know, I'm excited, but uh, I was just, I wanted to just jump in because I was listening on the way yeah. in there. And it was a good, good conversation about, that was an interesting point that you guys bring up about uh, the club hockey team. Coming yeah. back and, right. and how that's a little bit different versus you know actually being involved in the school, but for sure. Anyway, I'll let you guys finish out the show here because I know it's just about over. But also, that's a great point with the NBA thing because think of a March Madness tournament like that. I mean, what's if it's whoever the eight seed is right now? I don't know if Tom had maybe Sacramento. If the Lakers are playing Sacramento seven games, Sacramento's never beaten the Lakers. Right. But the Lakers have one bad night and against Sacramento. Who knows? Could have been cool. Exactly. Could have been cool. Thank you for tuning in to the Sports Fan right here on 970, 97.1 FM. We've got Athens baseball coming this way tomorrow at 6 o'clock, 5.50 pregame as Athens takes on Warren. This is Sports Fan presented by JK Contracting. For Paul Holden, Joey Medor, and Connor Mills, I'm signing off.